from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Calling it pathetic. Trying to find the lie. <laughs> Spot the lie. You can't. The, the word pathetic, I feel like, is the coach's last frontier. Like, once you say pathetic, you're saying... There's no, like, there's no, it's on me, right? You don't end up pathetic without the coach having some kind of large part in getting there. So that's the equivalent of raising your hand, tapping your head, right? That one's on me, tapping your chest. That's on me. My bad. But but I before we go full doom and gloom with the Panthers, and there's a lot of motivation to go full doom and gloom with the Panthers. Is there ever? Uh, let, let's put it in perspective. At least you're not the Broncos. At least you didn't give up 70. May have felt like 70, but it wasn't actually Bro. 70. It wasn't actually. So when it's all relative, the the relativity says it could be worse. Maybe it will be in a couple weeks. I want to I want to tell a quick story. Um I watched the game, the the first part of the game at least, uh at the alehouse and Carrie was there giving picking up some meals. Uh you should you when when you hear where we're going to watch these games, you should go. But there were two guys that were having a really good time. Uh, we were having a good time, you know, laughing, all that kind of thing. Uh, one was a Dolphins fan. One was a Panthers fan. And they they were going back and forth, as you do at a sports bar. And at one point in time, they, they asked me to settle a debate they were having. And, and I was in a conversation with them. And, uh, and f- funny enough, uh, I had to side with the Dolphins fan. Because when you score 70 and you're in a debate, I feel like your team, like if your team scores 70, you you have the trump card for the day. You have the, the ace of spades, if you will. And uh, and so that's going on. And I, I compliment the, the Dolphins. And the Dolphins fan says to me, loud enough for the, uh, the, the Panthers fan to hear him, and we play them three weeks from now. So three games from now. This was after the early game stopped uh, or ended. The, the Dolphins are playing the Panthers. And the Panthers fan, this is the story here. The Panthers fan, in 100% seriousness, said, I bet y'all won't score 70 on us. That's how far the Panthers have fallen, where it feels like some kind of declaration. It feels like you're making a prediction when you say another team won't score the most points in the NFL since 19 or most yards in the NFL since 1951, like most points in 66 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. The, the the Panthers fan felt, you know, you could tell it's like said it with his chest stood up like I bet y'all won't score 70 on us. It's like, OK, OK, cool. That, that I mean, are you sure? And then then you get into that, right? That's that's how the Panthers are feeling right now, where you almost can't say with 100% certainty you won't score 70 on us. And the defense is the strength of the team. Andy Dalton, let's go there. I'm furious with the Panthers coaching staff. They trust Andy Dalton more than they trust Bryce Young. And and by it, I, I get it. The veteran, you're you're more like built-in trust. But Andy Dalton attempted 58 passes, 58, not including passes that were called back due to penalty, and there were a lot of penalties. The most Bryce Young pass, uh, the most pass attempts Bryce Young had in the two games that he played was 38. Andy Dalton had 58. 
through two games, Bryce Young has 71. Andy Dalton had 58 in one single game. And by the way, Andy Dalton wasn't doing anything special, right? If he threw 58 passes and completed like 45 of them for 500 yards, I'm like, all right, they were riding the hot hand. Andy Dalton wasn't doing anything special. He made a really nice throw on third down early in the game, took a shot for it. Little sidearm running to his left, uh, got, got popped while he let it go. Great play. The touchdown to Chark was on busted coverage. You would like to think every quarterback in the NFL can make that throw. Other than that, the only reason I could see for that many pass attempts is because that's what they think their offense is best, and they didn't trust Bryce Young to do it. Here's Frank Reich earlier today on why they had so few rushing attempts. Just from a lot of years of calling it, I would say that the, there's a, I've seen a theme in these kind of games you know, where you end up having as few runs as we had. Um, so at the end of the day, we're committed to running the football. You say, well, then why don't you call more runs? Well, because I'm first committed to winning the game. And so we're going to call whatever we think we need to call to win that particular game. In the perfect world, you know, you're a 60-40 pass run or, you know, 55-45. But game by game, you just never know how it's going to work out. Here's, here's what I heard there. You're committed to winning the game, so you threw it a bunch? Well, the first two games... Were you committed to protecting Bryce? Because it's obvious when you when the chips are down, when you need to come back, when you need to make a play, when you need to protect the lead, you want to throw the ball. That's what you proved in that Andy Dalton game. Mm -hmm. But against when you had Bryce Young in there, you didn't. Were you not committed? Not committed to winning? Did you really look at the defenses you were facing and say, "Oh, we can run against them"? And I know in the game one they ran the ball better, but I'm I'm focusing more on game two. Between game two and game three. I don't see why one game ended with 30-something pass attempts and one game ended with almost 60, other than the quarterbacks were different. And even if, here's the thing, I don't even care if you think Andy Dalton is better at executing that side of the, 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 the game. If you think Andy Dalton is the better passer, if you think he's better at executing the offense in that way, well, you still throw Bryce Young into the deep end and let him learn. You call the offense you think is best, you call the offense you think is going to win, and you let him rise to the execution of it or learn. It's obvious when they need a win, they want to sling it, and they did that with Dalton, and they haven't done it with Bryce, which tells me they are protecting Bryce Young. And number one overall picks, they don't get protected. You expose them so they can learn. You, you, you make them put their mistakes on tape so they can learn. I, I I said this on Friday. I was like, if they run this offense extremely uh, different, if, if it's an extremely different offense uh, with Andy Dalton than it was with Bryce Young, I was going to be mad. Said that on Friday. Then they went out and attempted 20 more passes than Bryce Young has attempted in either of those games. So now I'm following through on my promise. Bryce Young uh, – Okay, Adam Thielen was getting open. Adam Thielen is the most consistent receiver that <laughs> that they have, and he's been consistent for like a decade, right? I don't think he learned a new trick to get open in week three that he didn't know in week two, 10 years into his NFL career. Mm -hmm. Whatever you were calling to get him open week three, you got to call week two, and either Bryce Young will find him or Bryce Young will miss him, and then Bryce Young will learn why he missed him. 
Now, if your your running game is is that poor in week three, it probably wasn't that awesome in week two, right? The differences couldn't be that drastic other than the quarterback changed and how you treated the, the entire offense changed because the quarterback changed. And And I don't like that. I would have been okay if you called a similar offense and, and Andy Dalton executed better. He's top 25 in the history of the NFL in passing yards. It's not like he's a scrub. If he would have executed better, I would have sat back and said, cool. But you you treated them differently, which is not cool. You throw Bryce Young into the deep end. And if he's healthy enough this week, you throw Bryce Young into the deep end. You don't dumb down anything for him. What's the, the quote from Coach Carter? There is nothing enlightened by shrinking so that others will not feel insecure around you. I don't know if it fits appropriately right here. We'll go with it. But it sounds deep, so I wanted to throw it out there. Maybe seem like I'm well-learned, like I didn't learn from a Samuel L. Jackson movie. Exactly. Well, read over here. By the way, we also never want to hear... At the end of the day... From Frank Reich ever again. Did, he, actually, did he say at the end of oh, the day? Oh. At the end of the day. That's yeah, fine. we don't want to hear that. That's fine. Panthers fans have had enough of the end of the day. We're on to a new day. How about yeah? How about we say at the at the, at the start of the day? Yeah, at the dawn of a new day. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> but never want to hear it. Uh, that is, at the end of the day. That is kind at of at the end of the day. Don't want to hear that ever. Oh, that, that's that's, that's like PTSD for Panthers fans right now. That's funny. I didn't catch that, but that is funny. Oh, trust me, it's it's triggering now. It's that's, triggering that, now. That, now I'm not real unhear it. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. The Panthers finally had a few explosive plays on Sunday. I I give credit to Andy Dalton, but I don't want to give all the credit to Andy Dalton. I've been craving explosive plays by the offense. Downfield. Challenge the defense. Make safeties think that it's possible that somebody could get behind them. Right? When, when they come up to guard against the run, when they come up to guard against the short pass, when they want to put extra guys into their blitz, make them pay. I had been craving it. Got a couple of them. Let's look at them, okay? DJ Chark, 47-yard touchdown. It was a busted coverage. Very much. Now, 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 you have to take advantage of busted coverages. That you do. There's... Nothing more frustrating. And by the way, if it ever happens in, in today's day and age, uh, if, if it ever does happen, you're, what you're going to get is a screenshot that's going to go viral of a quarterback looking left and a guy that's wide open on the right side of the field. And even if there's nothing that says 
I should look right, right? Even if there's nothing that the defense does that would bring you in your progression to the wide open guy, you better find him. Because if you don't, that's an opportunity wasted. So so they blew a coverage, and DJ Chark was open. Uh, Andy Dalton did the smart thing and just gave him an extremely catchable ball. Right, He did not try to place it. He did not try to lead him perfectly. He said, here's a ball. You could fair catch it if you want to. Don't drop it. There was also a 28-yard catch by DJ Chark. I give him a lot of credit for that one. You realize... You know what's kind of a, a feather in the cap of a wide receiver? And I don't know if they actually count these, but they should. How many of their catches are challenged by the other team and upheld? Because that means it doesn't even look like you should have been able to make that catch, right? DJ Chark was Tony toe-tapping so much that the opposing team's coach said, you know what? I don't think that was a catch he could make. Then you go back and watch it in a billion frames per second slow motion. That was a catch. And then he also got a 12-yard DPI. I don't know if I don't want that to be forgotten. It's DJ Chark's role to make those plays happen, and he did. And he did. Adam Thielen. You ready for his? These are the Adam Thielen catches, okay? All right, hit me. He had a 23-yarder. He had a 15-yarder. He had a 12-yarder. He had a 23-yarder. He had a 25-yarder. He had a 15-yarder. Uh, sorry, a 12-yarder, and he had a 15-yard touchdown. Now, those are, are, you know, 25 is kind of the cutoff for an explosive pass play. Those, for the most part, aren't explosive plays. Those are the top-end targets, the top-end catches that a possession receiver gets. That's what Adam Thielen is. He is a top-end possession receiver. The rest of the the, the offense. Uh, Sanders had a 14-yard reception. Hurst had an 11-yard reception. Tremble had a 15-yard reception. Those are the keep defenses honest play. Right, those are you got to throw those every once in a while, or else they're going to stop guarding your backs and tight ends. This was the offense completely opened, not even maybe not even completely opened, but just a little bit more opened. And I said this at the beginning of the show, and I'll, I'll say it again here: Did anybody watch this and think Andy Dalton was doing something special? Nope. Andy Dalton was making plays that Andy Dalton can make. Missed a couple that I thought he should have made, but, but, you know, made a couple really good ones. Right? The the Adam Thielen rolling to his left, third down early in the game where he got rid of it and got popped, kind of a, a sidearm, and took the hit from the defense. It was a flag. That's a really good play. He also made some plays that I thought he shouldn't have made. Here's where, where I want to emphasize this. Did Andy Dalton do anything that made you think Bryce Young couldn't do that? Did Andy Dalton make any decisions that you're like, ah, Bryce Young was... The difference was the offense, the offensive coaching staff, whether it's Reich, whether it's Thomas Brown, whoever it is, it felt like they trusted Andy Dalton a bunch more. And, and they called the the plays that they thought were the best plays. They didn't call the plays that they thought were the best plays that Bryce Young could handle. And that is the difference. They called the best play, 
right? They, like, uh, you know, your your boss probably you know, calls an all staff, gets everybody in the conference room. Does anybody have any ideas? Best idea in the room wins. Doesn't matter where it comes from. The best idea always wins. It's like a like a leadership book thing to say, right? Right after you take all the doors out, so there's no secrets. Uh, like like. In, in football rooms, there has to be the best play is always called. It doesn't matter if it's if it's a suggestion from the running back's coach, the starting quarterback, or if it came from the offensive play caller's mind. The best play has to always work, and you can't ever put qualifiers on that. It's not the best play that I think Bryce Young can execute. It, it's, it has to be the best play. Fully trust whoever you have in the game. Like, do you, do you know what's the the worst part about how it broke down with the the Bryce Young slash uh, slash Andy Dalton kind of transition? Every time there was a play call I really liked, it made me more frustrated. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I'm like, oh, that's what I've been waiting for. I haven't seen that play the first two weeks. And then that connects, right? Oh, so they didn't think Bryce Young could do it. Right. I, I, up till now, I thought you were just a very vanilla and, and and basic play caller. Up until now, I thought the offense you installed for this year for the Carolina Panthers didn't have those plays at its disposal. But now that I see it does, why weren't you calling them last week? Now I know you have it, right? Well, they even said on the broadcast, they talked to Frank Reich, well, it, how, how different is the play the playbook going to be? It's like, oh, it's going to be about 90% of what we would have had with Bryce. It's the, uh, To me, it looks so I'm like... So why were you calling these? Exactly. Yeah. Like they were there. To me, like like Bryce Young knew the plays. Like he studied them. He learned them in practice. They're in the playbook he, that he has. But they weren't calling them for Bryce. And I can't for the life of me figure out why. Unless you think he's up there like checking to more basic plays or or you think he's up there. Like if there's one thing we know about Bryce Young is, he, I mean, he has some vision, right? I doubt he was back there seeing open receivers and not getting him the ball. I don't remember, right, the the telestrator on any of these broadcasts going, see, DJ Chark is running wide open down the field here, and instead Bryce Young decided to throw it four rows in the stands. I don't remember those. Right? Instead, we got the opposite, actually. What did we get? They'd stop the, the telestrator and circle. See, this guy's covered over here. This guy's – he's double teamed. He's blanketed over the middle. This guy's over here. He The check down is, is covered by the linebacker. Nobody's open. Bryce Young's in a tough spot. I think it's a play calling thing. I think they were calling basic plays for Bryce Young because they didn't trust him to run the complicated plays or they didn't trust him to run the the plays he hadn't repped and practiced over and over again. But guess what? If you run a basic offense, the defense knows how to stop basic offenses unless you are just so wildly talented, right? You know, uh, I was telling Dennis this off air two weeks ago now. Uh, Marvin Harrison ran a Marvin Harrison Jr. Excuse me for Ohio State ran a play that was the most simple play I've seen in a long time. He ran straight down the field. They had a corner on the outside, a safety high and inside on him, so it was a bracket little double coverage, and he ran between the two of them straight down the field, like he was running track. And McCord, the Ohio State quarterback, he didn't even pretend to look elsewhere. He took whatever it was, a three, a five-step drop, three and a hitch, and his eyes were staring at the back of the head of Marvin Harrison Jr. the whole time, and he waited 
until Marvin Harrison Jr. ran by the safety, and he threw it over the top, and it was a touchdown. That is a simple play. That is a basic play. That is a predictable play. They can do it because Marvin Harrison Jr. is better than anyone else on the field. When healthy. I know he's a little banged up over the weekend. Hopefully he's all right. The Panthers are not that. They don't have anyone that's better than everyone else on the field. Mm -hmm. So they have to call the good play. They can't call the simple play. And it seemed like they did it for Dalton. They didn't do it for Bryce Young. And I want to know why. I want answers. Put them on the stand. Put them under oath. I want a deposition under the penalty of perjury. I don't have any of that power. I've just I've watched some Law and Orders. I'd say you've got some, uh, some serious things cooking up over here. I don't know if any. I watch Suits occasionally. None oh, of there it, you go. None of you know. So watch a little Jag. <laughs> I there you not, go. I've not. But I, I mean a little I, little thing. I don't know. There's, I, there's plenty. I, I do remember those commercials? There's, there's plenty of them out there. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 